Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. It's weird. I'm good. Getting used to what you mean. Weird. It's weird to be recording during the week and not on a weekend. I mean, it's That's it's no true. different for anybody else but us. But it is <laughs> a change. I guess, but I I don't know. I feel a lot more energized today. That's good then. But maybe reason. that's also your yeah. new schedule and your start into spirituality with your meditation and exercising. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe or maybe I'm just getting enough sleep. Or or that <laughs> that know. could also be a very important factor. Yeah. No. I was telling Julia before we started recording that I finally got back into meditation again and. I mean, it's only been two days, so we don't know how long it's gonna last. But <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me. Actually, we'll uh, one day last week, I got this like I had pain in my shin, mm -hmm. which is very weird because the shin, like, like in the bone. Yeah, it's basically felt like just pain in the bone, huh. and so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try this, and I just searched for a random YouTube yoga routine that focused on like mm. legs mm -hmm. after that i was like oh that felt good i should do that regularly and i haven't done it since yeah <laughs> <laughs> but is your leg better yes okay that's good yeah so do you think this is because of the work probably you have to stand a lot or walk a i lot? mean plus mm. there's a lot of stairs <laughs> there's a lot of stairs yeah okay Anyway, yeah. this is supposed to be short. <laughs> this is this is an in between. This is not. Um, let's talk about Julia's uh, exercise routine because that's non-existent. But yeah. <laughs> so do you have something prepared for today's? A little bit. So we okay. kind of chatted about this outside of recording. I think last week, and. So mm -hmm. I thought, oh, this could be kind of interesting to talk about just because it's very current events. So mm -hmm. tell me, Lena, where you are. What happened last week that was very significant? Oh, <laughs> you mean the nuclear waste water yes. being dumped into the yes, sea? Yes, exactly. <laughs> In yes. Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm trying to avoid any... Um, I'm actively avoiding news about it because there's nothing, like I think I said last time, nothing I can do about mm -hmm. it. And I don't know, do I just avoid seafood now or is it going to be everywhere? So it doesn't matter what you avoid. So I haven't been looking too much into it. I just know China is boycotting everything Japan. So yeah. What do you have okay, to Okay, so I mean, just kind of cover some of the bases. So in... March of 2011, mm. right? There was the um, tsunami mm. and the nuclear reactor meltdown in Fukushima uh, in Japan, which is in the Tohoku region, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and we don't know a lot about like nuclear reactors or there's a lot that's very... only comes out in the long term, so there's not so much that we can sh be sure mm -hmm. about with um, information regarding yeah. nuclear reactors and meltdowns and stuff like that but fact is that even though it's been what 12 almost 13 years the reactors are still being cooled like currently actually like it's an ongoing mm -hmm. thing but you don't really hear about it anymore and mm -hmm. so yeah last week 
there's this announcement that they're going to start um, releasing some of the stored water from like cooling the reactors after the meltdown into the ocean mm-hmm. and suddenly it, it was like all over the news and everything i looked into it a bit and the company that is like in charge of it is called it's the tokyo electric power company or tepco 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 for short yeah Yeah. and um from the information i found they reported that there's currently over 1.3 million tons of water that was used to cool the reactor in roughly a thousand tanks sort of around the reactor Mm -hmm. area and The reason this is becoming or this became a thing now with the releasing the water is because they're running out of space to store this water. And because Mm. storing the water long term will kind of impede with the efforts to decommission the the reactor, because obviously they don't want to be cooling it um, forever. Like they at some point want to be done with it. Right. And this was kind of the only available solution that anybody was able to come up with but it's not actually as dire as it sounds because okay i'm yeah i'm looking forward to what you're gonna say right make me feel better (laughs) so the thing is the water um cools the reactors down right and then it gets stored Mm -hmm. but it also gets filtered and everything Mm. is able to get filtered out of the water but the radioactive isotope tritium, I think it's pronounced, but mm-hmm. even that is filtered out to very acceptable levels. Because the thing is, Japan mm-hmm. isn't the only country with nuclear reactors still active. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, I mean, a lot of countries still use nuclear reactors as a means of getting energy. And all mm-hmm. of these reactors that are active release water into the ocean like uh sorry Julia, you were cut off for a bit um okay that's fine but if you can just tell me again what you said that all countries they release water into the ocean yes because they all need to like filter out the like when the water gets warm they need to like replace it with Mm. cold water to keep the reactor cool so there's this constant movement Mm. of water and pretty much all water from reactors at some point gets put into the ocean. Like it just gets run off into the ocean. And those that are actively being put into the ocean without concern actually tend to have slightly higher amounts of tritium than the water that's being currently put into the ocean from Fukushima. Okay, that's interesting. But what I thought was that the water that they're dumping now Mm -hmm. um, is slightly... Is, was more exposed to the radiation. So typically there's a system in place when a nuclear reactor is running normally, or mm-hmm. it's functioning without any issues, then the water, it cools the, everything, but it doesn't actually get, or isn't that exposed to the water? There, there are usually some, mecha- some mechanism in place that prevents the radiation going into the water as much as possible. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. So then this water, because it was on emergency or the tsunami came in and it was just all chaos, the water they used was kind of directly, they just dumped water onto the reactor without any system in place, how it should be usually. 
and that's why this water is a lot more radiated than normal healthy functioning nuclear reactor water <laughs> is what i understood okay i mean i read a book about the fukushima incident oh cool okay it's been a while though maybe half a year almost a year ago and it explained pretty much what happened the whole day well, not the whole day but the days following everything at the start of the earthquake then a tsunami then the nuclear uh, meltdown and everything that went wrong mm -hmm. everything that should have could have prevented the disaster if people checked or prepared for it in any way and it just went through everything from the perspectives of the people who were working inside it as well mm -hmm. um And from what I remember, yeah, they just, to make sure it cools, they just dumped water into the whole thing without any, um, I, don't, I don't know what they do usually, but it was <laughs> basically a lot more radiated than it should have been, or normally. But okay. yeah, so that's the thing. I mean, maybe you have more information to tell as well, but I just thought I could give you like mm -hmm. a rundown of what things are like here. I don't actually watch TV um japanese tv because i can't get it to fucking work on my tv for some reason yeah but from like social media or just snippets i see online they're really trying to convince everyone that it's safe and the prime minister is eating sushi yeah from the i area. saw that they're yeah. saying like yeah yeah they're saying oh the government um office is not in their canteens they're gonna provide seafood mm -hmm. or they will serve seafood from fukushima just to show everybody it's safe But then I also saw that the test they made, so every day they catch some fish from the ocean and they test it. But then they only test like two fish. So some people say that's not enough at all. They need to test a lot more. But yeah, I haven't been reading too much into it. Okay. Mm. So I have multiple articles that pretty much okay. say sort of the same thing. So um, yeah. obviously this puts a lot of scrutiny onto like what japan is doing because people mm -hmm. seriously like freak out and get worried when it comes to like nuclear power yeah. rightfully so because it can be detrimental and we can't do much about radiation mm. but just because of all that all those watchful eyes and all those mm. um watchdogs it's just so much more regulated like there's just Okay. Like, because the thing is, Japan didn't just say on its own, we're going to do this. And like, everybody else is suddenly like, just reacting to it. Mm -hmm. This was okayed by the, um, I forget what it's called. I think the acronym was IAEA or something. If I can find it, it's like the international, right. Okay, so yeah, it, this was like approved by the International Atomic Energy Agency. And okay. there's like obviously also oversight. So the IAEA, these, this agency is intergovernmental and seeks to promote the peaceful use of nuclear energy. Mm. So it's intergovernmental and sort of like oversees everything and is for safe use of this technology mm -hmm. and they okayed it plus obviously japan is part of the united nations there's oversight there yeah. and they okayed it and like watchdogs uh in the united nations say that the entire process meets international standards but then there's other okay. countries that are literally just fear-mongering or kind of trying to push a certain narrative 
I'm not mm-hmm. naming any names, but like <laughs> blocking blocking imports, boycotting yeah. all these like seafood products, mm-hmm. even though it's not the first time this water is being put into the ocean. Okay. <laughs> it's really not. So mm. let me just write. So from what I could find, all radioactive elements are able to be filtered out of the water with the exception of tritium that I was talking about, which is an isotope of hydrogen. But Mm. we can, through the filtration, reduce it to within safe levels. And like I said, tritium Mm. is also released by nuclear power stations during their normal operations. So like not just from this like meltdown situation, but all of Mm. them, meaning all of them kind of release this into the water okay i mean that does make me feel a lot better and i just hope that all the entities overseeing this whole thing Mm -hmm. they're not motivated um, by some kind of profit they can make out of this but i'm hoping that you know it's still humans within these organizations and that they care (laughs) about the world yeah I think what's kind of sad is that there are a lot of reactions caused Mm -hmm. by actions taken like this. And Mm -hmm. some you can tell that there's really just maybe like a lack of knowledge or just like a fear. But they are sort of maybe more environmentally charged, Mm -hmm. like um, sort of reactions than others. And some are more political. Um, Mm -hmm. But I can, I mean, from like what, your position was before I kind of like at the start Mm. of this recording like I could understand like you were like worried what it meant for the environment what it meant for you like if you ate it but like now maybe some of the stuff I said could have um, sort of alleviated some of those worries but some Mm -hmm. people sort of take very natural reactions like yours for example and then just kind of blow it up to use those reactions for their own gain and a lot of that Mm. is political and yeah 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 i think a lot of my concern also stems from the fact that um the company behind you know the nuclear reactor tepco Mm -hmm. they have such a bad history track record of hiding things and faking their data so there's not a lot of trust in them right now. Okay, yeah, good. That's so different. I think that's why I, I feel like, you know, whatever they tell us, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but if there are so many international watchdogs who are also monitoring everything and we're not just getting the information from one source, then I definitely feel much better about it. Yeah, okay. hopefully. <laughs> Well, um, I want to show you this picture later and maybe we can post okay. it on our Instagram. That's actually mm-hmm. a graph of tritium released by nuclear pants. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I said pants <laughs> instead of plants. Um, yeah. I have this um, visual graph in front of me here <laughs> that's... Mm-hmm. that uh, shows tritium released by nuclear pan. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say it! <laughs> oh, man, nuclear pants. Tritium released by nuclear plants. There we go. Plants. 
It plants like your favorite thing. Yes, but I can't say it. And it's actually, <laughs> um, so it shows how many trillions of becquerels, which is the unit of radioactivity per year, is released by are released by nuclear plants. And um, yeah, it's very interesting. Okay, you can send it to me and have a look. Just a sec. It, it definitely makes me feel better. And I think another concern people have is that. Okay, everything looks safe now, but do you really know what's going to happen 10 years from now? And yeah, is that a risk worth taking? But let me see what you just said. The thing is, there's no way to know what it's going to be like in 10 years. Like in 10 years, something yeah. else could have like that we did could have killed off all cows or a certain species mm. of trees that's super important for creating oxygen. Like who knows? We're destroying this planet anyway, so it could be this, it could be something else. <laughs> okay, that's definitely one way of looking at it. Yeah. All right, so the, I'm a nihilist, the Lena. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the planned tritium release is 22 trillions of be becquerels mm -hmm. per year. Whoa, the UK yeah. releases so much. Yeah, see, so... Yeah. If you look at it, like if you just hear the uh, information of what they're trying to do in Japan, like it sounds like a lot. Mm. But if you put it in the global context, it mm. isn't. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. That's interesting. I mean, it definitely is. Um, I think for me, it's makes me kind of have to look at the sources I read again and to make sure. I mean, I think a lot of the fear-mongering articles I didn't read or comments I read are from the Chinese-based medias mm, that okay. I look at. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, I'm like in a WeChat. I follow, I subscribe to a WeChat kind of magazine or whatever that's for uh, Chinese people in Japan. So they usually just, you know, kind of post news related to China and Japan or things from the Chinese community here. And there's a lot of comments there, for, for example. <laughs> Those are usually very negative and cynical skeptical about what's going on right now and not trusting the sources that say that it's safe that's so problematic but, yeah that's so scary to think about. yeah i mean that's the thing though i feel like it's difficult to come by news that's not that doesn't have some kind of agenda or mm, yeah well yes proper, like purely no propaganda elements in it right well Just, i guess this is yeah. a good point for me Facts. to just um, say that the articles I looked at were from Tagesschau.de, from CNN, from Reuters, and Al Jazeera, and um, what's the last one here? Um, F -A -Z ah, Frankfurter Allgemeine Zeitung. Okay. So a mixture of German and international sources. Mm. And I try to avoid Japanese sources. I try to avoid Chinese sources because obviously mm. there's a lot of um, history in the relationship between those countries. Um, mm. And there's a lot of deep-seated opinions. And obviously this doesn't improve those relations yeah. in any way. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it's also true, though, that Korea or China, they're all neighbors, right? So mm -hmm. they feel like this is being dumped in their own backyards. 
so the people are a lot more invested. They feel like it's happening to them directly, even though you know it's happening to everyone. It's not like the ocean belongs to a certain country or or even land for that matter. Right. But that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, but then again, like I said, sort of looking at it as this isolated thing. Yeah, it it looks worrying with the like numbers you're seeing. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at it globally, like why are some countries that also use nuclear power plants mm. having like having an opinion on this when they're doing the exact same thing? Mm. No, no, I mean, I understand like yeah. um, the data and all that. I think what I was trying to say was just that because um, for normal people who are not that, you know, who don't read a lot of articles about you know, nuclear reactors or just the, I don't know, the facts or the data, mm-hmm. for them, it's just about what it sounds like, right? If you don't read too much into it, you just look at the headlines, it's like, oh, they're dumping the wastewater from Fukushima. But that's into the, the ocean. thing. And then... <laughs> but that's the problem. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds too. like. Yeah, yeah. That, is the pro- that is the problem. And... For people who live right next to Japan, they have the strongest reaction mm-hmm. because it's happening right by their by their oceans. Yeah, and I mean, beaches. humans as a whole are very um, emotion based, reactive creatures. Mm-hmm. I say as if I'm not one of them. This is how the truth comes out. I'm not one of you. <laughs> um, we we are very reactive, so. When something, when we see something that bothers us, our, our first reaction is always going to be to react and to have feelings towards something yeah. instead of saying, no way, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to find out all possible information about this before I form an opinion. Like, that's just not how we work. But that's kind of what fake news is built on right is how we as as people work and that's how stuff like that is so easily perpetuated and that's scary (laughs) yeah i mean that's the media today Mm -hmm. yeah but that's what we have to navigate having said all that i just want to say i am in no way an expert i read some articles (laughs) um and so somebody I don't know, wants to tell me how much bullshit I just put out there in the world. Please let me know and um, tell me what's really up. But from all that I was able to find out, it seems like this is being somewhat blown out of proportion. And mm. yeah, don't you don't need to change your current behavior to huge extents because of okay, this. Yeah. That definitely makes me feel better because I have been sort of avoiding seafood, so... But seafood is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, also because until, you know, speaking with you now, I didn't really bother looking into it much just because I had to prepare for today's story Mm -hmm. and that was more important. (laughs) No, um, yeah, I'm saying today's story, but basically the next episode coming out. And yeah, but I'm glad you did the research you did the reading and let me know. And now I'll feel much better if I have sushi tomorrow. Yeah, or maybe you're like, okay, how much bullshit was Julia actually telling me? <laughs> maybe I'll look into it myself. 
Yeah, or that. I think I I know the thing though that like okay, there's this issue, but it kind of makes me nervous, and I don't really want to like stress myself out, so I'm not gonna look into it. But you're still gonna have like somewhat of an initial initial opinion that's going to kind of like color everything. So mm. I get yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I think the it. reason I avoided it was also because I just felt like it's too early to even know what kind of consequences might happen. Mm-hmm. So. Whatever data we have now, it's a bit too, uh, it's still too early to tell. So I just didn't even bother, but you never know. (laughs) We might only find out 10 years later or 20 years later. So what are you going to do until then? Yeah. But yeah, we can talk about this forever. So we could, but that's thanks a lot for, for the info and for making me feel better. You're welcome. I always strive to make you feel better. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and that was it for this in between today. Um, yeah, let me know yes. if what I was saying is complete bullshit. Let me know if it wasn't complete bullshit, because that'd be nice to hear too. Not just criticism, mm-hmm. positive feedback is good too. And, and let's not forget today's highlight nuclear pants. <laughs> You're never gonna let me forget that. And how you how you said it twice. Yeah, I'm never gonna be able to say that properly again. So I guess (laughs) now that you've said that, I need to keep it in. (laughs) Yes, you have to. Oh wait, you were gonna cut that out? No. Of course I was gonna cut (laughs) it out. This stays in. Okay. No. Well then I guess we know what this in between is gonna be called. (laughs) Yes. All right then. Uh, yeah. We'll see you next time for my story. Yeah. Well then, bye-bye. Bye.